Welcome back to another edition of TC Braves Nation. I'm your host, Brandon Romans, joined in studio as always with my student co-hosts, Caleb Castile and Balin Middleton. And today we do have a special guest with us, Reese Morris. So glad to see all of you this morning. And Caleb, I'm going to go ahead and hand the microphone over to you and let you get started. All right, folks, welcome back to another edition of everyone's favorite podcast to listen to everyone's favorite school to hate on, the Tishomingo County Braves Nation. Here we are back again. And today, like Mr. Roman said, we have a very special guest, the new um, record holder for points in a single game, Reese Moore. So how you doing, Reese? I'm doing pretty good. All right. So um, obviously the whole talk of the town was the 41-point performance against Saltilla. Um, talk to us about how you managed to put that together. Honestly, I didn't even know I scored that much. I was just kind of out there doing my thing. And he was like, just give me one more point. Give me one more basket. And I was like, uh, okay. And so I scored, and he took me out. And he was like, good game. You know, you had 41. I was like, oh, actually. <laughs> but I don't know. It's just a fun game to play in. So breaking uh, Maura Nunley's record for the single-game point record, that's very impressive. Maura's a great player, one of the best of all time here at the school, and she's gone on to do great things with the game. Talk to me about that, you know. I'm sure that he's let her know about that, probably, hopefully so. So um, you just talk to us about how that transition of the record is going to have to go through maybe smoothly. Hopefully so. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So Saltilla's in the rearview mirror. You know, this team had a couple of issues that defensively maybe not making shots in the Biggersville game and then struggling with Central. Talk to us about how y'all have turned that around seemingly with the blowout winning on the road. I think just finding ways to score and stepping up our defense. So our defense has stepped up a lot in the Saltillo game. And I think doing good defensively brings out our offensive game more because you just get rolling once you get stops on defense and it brings up everybody's energy. So if we bring that into Friday, we'll be just good. All right, well, speaking of Friday – it's the very big one. We got our little brothers coming to town once again. Um, seems like they seems like we can beat them in every sport, but this one is the big one. Yeah. So I like to call it the Louisville, Kentucky of high school rivalries, <laughs> if you will, because um, they copied Louisville's logo. So can you talk about how the pressure is building this early season rivalry game? It's always a game where you before the division. And in some instances, at least to the fan base, this game can be more important than going on and going in the playoffs. To some people, this is the state championship game. It definitely seems that way. I feel like our gym's more packed for this game than any game of the year. Mm -hmm. So that's uh, that's definitely a lot of a lot of pressure got to be for the two teams, and they play see each other twice. Mm -hmm. So. Belmont, I mean, they've done a lot of this, a lot of yapping, a lot of talking about how good their team is this year. Um, can, you just, can you just tell us how you guys are going to game plan to get around them? Uh, I think the biggest thing on the game plan is not letting the crowd or the other team get in our heads, just kind of focusing on doing what we do and just playing our game. And if we do that, I think just staying cool the whole game will be a good booster of confidence and stuff. How are you mentally preparing yourself for the crowd and the environment? You know, I just personally, I just got to stay out of my own mind. No, I don't think the crowd really gets in my head or like other people. It's more so just myself. So I just kind of got to shake off the bad stuff that happens and just mm -hmm. stay positive about the next plays and stuff. Mm -hmm. You know, Belmont's going to come in a lot of 
a lot they're going to bring a lot of people up here um uh, they're going to be dressing in their formal attire for their own funeral and you know they're going to come with their chants and their overrateds and all this stuff that's probably going to make them look stupid in the end but you know it is what it is so i mean i hate to spend so much time on one game but it almost feels like when a game is as intense as this you have to so, I mean, the only thing I can really say now is, are we going to win? <laughs> if, we, if we stop them and we figure out how to score on them, then we're definitely going to win. So. Mm-hmm. All right, so going past the little brother for a minute, um, <laughs> talk about our divisional run, you know, because really once it matters is in the division. Uh, well, we have the same teams as last year, so – I think really our biggest competition is just going to be Morville, really. They have pretty much everybody back except one girl maybe. So they'll still be pretty much like they were last year, but totally beatable. So if we do mm-hmm. what we do, then we're fine. Good deal. So the if the division goes smoothly, we'll be sitting in the top seed in the playoffs, and then mm-hmm. maybe we'll even get to host all three rounds up to the final four. I um, not have to go on the road to uh, – to do what we did to Pontotot last year. They <laughs> they still don't like us for that. Um, funny story about that, actually. The Pontotot has scheduled the soccer team for a home game, for us a home game. That's the first time they scheduled us since that incident. They've kicked us out of classics and tournaments and all kinds of stuff they're having up there. Mm-hmm. They don't like us. In fact, I don't really think any of the Pontotot schools like us. South was giving me some mean mugs. Yeah, I don't think so either. <laughs> that uh, they – they're still very salty about that. So can we can we do it again? Let's can we get, make some more people hate us on the way to the state championship? I, I wouldn't doubt it. Yeah, I'm sure we can. All right, all right. Well, thank you, Reese, for sitting in, and I'll turn it back over to Mr. Romans. All right, thank you, Caleb. Thank you, Reese, for coming in and uh, sitting down with us this morning. And there again, the big game, Veterans Day this Friday. So I do want to take just a quick moment to say thank you to all of our veterans that are out there listening to TC Braves Nation, and we do want to say thank you for your service here. So please, everyone, come out, support the Lady Braves Friday. Uh, there's some good basketball play being played at home, so this is a big one. So be sure to come out and check that out. So going on to these other sports, you have um, soccer. Our season's gotten off to a start. That's all I can really say, but a start. We – uh. We've been girls learning. Have won a few. The girls won two. They beat South Pontotoc both times. They're two and two, and the boys are zero and four. Um, just played a lot of good teams. Played Boonville tonight. So as of this podcast re- release, I don't know if it'll release today or tomorrow, but as of Thursday of this week, soccer's on the road against Boonville, and then Friday we've already talked enough about little brother. So y'all know what's going on on Friday, but. Uh, Talk about some other sports, um, and another team that I love to call Little Brother, Alcorn Central, took an L in bowling to uh, Coach Forrest and the gang. So, shout out to the bowling team. They are 2-0. and Oh, yeah. That's great. They are 2-0 and now. So, hopefully it's a really good season. I know as the first, first year of the program last year, the, the girls team made it all the way to the state finals. So, they're looking to continue that um, in the Plaza Lanes. Also, eSports won three out of four yesterday. So, eSports, one of the more under the underground sports, I'd say, here. But they're silently picking they went, up dubs. They went three for four yesterday in dubs. So, yeah. They pick up all those dubs in the uh, the Super Smash Bros, which the 
the stream for that for esports is very interesting. It's very different from every other sport because there's not really any live commentary opportunities. It's just you're watching someone play a video game where they're beating people up, which is very exciting for the WWE fans out there. <laughs> so that's exciting. Um, so shout out to esports, man. They're getting it done. Um, shout out to Cross Country, too. Their season wrapped up. Yesterday. Yesterday at the state finals. Um, a very good season. I'm sure that they'll carry that momentum into track in the spring. So that'll be good. So after our our family affair with little brother, how's our how's our basketball schedule looking for next week? We play Heritage Academy, which will be it's just girls, so it'll be it'll be a good game. Tuesday, but I don't know the rest of the week. I think we're looking we're starting to play better. We're looking pretty bright. Mhm. I say I noticed that uh during the Biggersville games from Biggersville to Sautilla our issues of pass passing and defense and all that stuff is improved exponentially. We're rebounding. That's the main thing. Especially Lila, she got us going against Sautillo. She was really the key point at the beginning of the game to get us mm-hmm. into a good groove. Mm-hmm. So shout out to Lila Senior. Also shout out to Ansley Ray for winning student Gatorade athlete. Student Athlete of the Month. Yes, so exciting. Um, so the senior class for the Lady Braves is pulling their weight. Um, and speaking of senior class, um, Lexi has told me personally she will be back on January 1st and oh, be great. back ready full strength to, to that's hit good the, uh, the playoff run. That's so awesome. that's when we need them the most. So so hopefully that all goes well. Um, hopefully all is well in the land of the brave. But we got to go somewhere where I don't know if it's going to be all that well. Well, it's so, good, good to see her coming back. I know yeah. we did suffer quite a few injuries mm-hmm. towards the end of volleyball season. So mm-hmm. it, it's good to see – uh, the Lady Braves getting back to full strength here, mm-hmm. going yeah. into the stretch. But like I said, we got to go somewhere where it might not go as well because Saturday. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so, I just want to take this time to say, any time on this podcast that I said that Mississippi State was going to beat Georgia, I apologize. I still think we might, but the chances after that Auburn game are very slim. To none. Slim to none. I don't know what happened to this football team. We just got so mid. Like, it's incredible. It happened so fast. We were playing so good and then played so horrible, we almost let Auburn beat us at our stadium. It's Auburn. (laughs) Like, how are you going to have such a good first half and then come out in the second half? And our offense – Zero mentality. Our defense for the last two, three drives of the game, zero mentality. The defense was playing so good at the beginning of the game, and then they just crumbled. Yeah, they just fell apart. I don't know what old Cadillac's doing over there to them Auburn boys, but he's got them. That was the be- their best game they've played all yeah, year. It actually, it was. It was. Um, I know that the Alabama fans, I know they're sad about LSU, but, I mean, at least they can take solace in the fact that Auburn still sucks. But, like, do they suck? We don't know. At uh, this point? You know, when you get into Alabama-Auburn game, it's a whole different dynamic. 
we'll, yeah. we'll see how we'll see how that plays mm-hmm. out. We've still got to get uh, there again this weekend. Alabama's playing Ole Miss, so please beat them. Is it I, at the Grove? It's at Ole Miss. Yes. Please beat them. They're not good. They are not good. <laughs> they are not good. We can see and if, and if, But if they beat Alabama, they are going to not let me hear the end of it. They're going to think they're going to make the playoffs, and they're going to think that they're this and that. I, I hope that Alabama beats them. If by Alabama 40. loses to Ole Miss, it will be the end of the world for Caleb. It'll be the end of Alabama. That'll be – Three losses yeah, on Nick, their season. Nick Saban might, might Nick might Saban might trouble. retire the next day. Uh, I, I doubt it. I, I doubt don't it. think he'll retire on on losses though. He's that would be the first time that Bama has not won double digit regular season games since his first year. I believe so. Yeah. Goodness gracious! And especially you don't want Ole Miss to do that to you. <laughs> That would be terrible. Well, we'll see. We'll see what happens. We'll see how it plays out Saturday. Mm-hmm. So, some good games but, uh, coming up. Still some good games to go. So, mm-hmm. we'll see how all of it shakes out as yes. we get into the playoffs. Speaking of the playoffs, the first playoff poll last week has been updated to this week. Um, Georgia took number one, no surprise. Yeah. So, we'll be hosting number one this weekend. So fun. And then <laughs> Ohio State, number two. Michigan, number three. That is setting up for a very – High dollar showdown oh, between them in a few, a couple of weeks. Mm-hmm. That's going to yes. be at Ohio State too. Michigan last year broke Ohio State's like fourteen game winning streak yep. in the in the series. What? That's mm-hmm. that's exciting. So this year has got to be. It's going to be even bigger. You know, I think back to like what was it twenty sixteen where Michigan was three and Ohio State was two, and they had that game that went to overtime. Mm-hmm. I think back to that. Um, that's going to be a good game. And then number four is TCU. I don't, yeah, who would have who would have thought that? <laughs> they're under, they're sitting undefeated in the Big 12. And they, they go to Austin this weekend to play horns down. And if they beat them, they could very well jump Michigan and go to three. And if they beat, if they beat Texas, I don't think there's anybody else left on that schedule that could beat them. So they I could very well so go either. to the playoffs. They could. You know, TCU was the first team out in 2014, the original playoff. They were really snubbed from that playoff. Mm-hmm. Or more so, Baylor was snubbed from that playoff. Both <laughs> of them was because the Big 12 wouldn't award a conference championship. So, looking for revenge from that season, I think back to a couple of the old TCU Andy Dalton teams that probably should have made the BCS, BCS National Championship game and got left out because it was only two teams at the time. Um some very good football teams that could have come from TCU. and uh, But I know that Tennessee fans aren't happy about me talking about them so much because they're sitting at number five after their loss. But, look, Tennessee is not dead. They're far from it. Michigan and Ohio State are going to play. That's going to knock one of them out. One Somebody, gonna somebody's going to lose the game. So, so. Tennessee yeah. is sitting at five, Oregon's sitting at six, and Bo Nix is playing unlike anything I ever saw from him at Auburn. So – those two teams are sitting outside looking in, and if both of them win out, I mean, are you going to put in – They're probably eventually going to get into the top five. Are you going to put in an 11-1 Tennessee or a 12-0 – or a 12-1 Pac-12 champion Oregon? It's a lot of – it's a lot on the line. It's, you know? it's, it's This is going to be an interesting – And, and the, the crazy thing is, the thing that can make it even crazier is LSU, even That's with right. their two losses, they're sitting at number seven. Mm-hmm. They went out – 
beat Georgia in the SEC championship game, they're in. They're in, yeah. And then that means Georgia would probably still be in. And who knows who they're going to throw in at that point. It, it's shaping up to be be a free for all if it if it plays some of the scenarios play out you know I mm-hmm. mean it's uh, I guess that's the excitement of it at the end I guess so Bama fell to like what are they eight or nine mm-hmm. that might be wow. the that might be the lowest ranking they've ever been in the college football a polls. record I don't know what's going on in Alabama man like. And it's not like they're losing games that they shouldn't lose. If this was not Alabama, you would expect the team to lose the game. But it's just the the pure shock that it's that Nick Saban has been beaten twice in the time of a month, and he's let two schools rush the field on him in the time span of a month. The last time they weren't in the top ten, it was twenty fifteen. So mm-hmm. they're getting close. Yeah, I don't think Bama is going to be in the playoff this year. Really? With the two losses and the loss to LSU, they pretty much eliminated. Unless absolute chaos ensues and yeah. Ohio State pulls in Ohio State and loses to, like, Western Michigan or Which whoever they play. Which is really possible. It is. It's Ohio State still. You know, they've been known to blow things in the past. That's crazy. But uh, college football shaping up to be a really interesting time. Oh, speaking of some interesting times, I know Baylor's going to roll her eyes, but the World Cup, the USA men's national team was announced, and they are going to Qatar. They will play in the group stages versus Wales, Iran, and England. And for those of you who don't know how soccer, the group stages work, you get three points for a win, one point for a draw, no points for a loss. And you play each team in your group once, and then the points tally up, and the top two advance to the knockouts. So basically, the U.S. has to – Probably beat Wales and Iran, and England, of course, is going to be so hard. They've got mm-hmm. a lot of talent in England. So expecting a loss to England, which it very well could go the other way because England have been known to bottle it sometimes. But mm-hmm. the if USA can get a result out of England, even a draw, they could sit up pretty well to beat either Wales or Iran. And if they can get a win and a draw from those two, they they look very good to go on to the group stage to the knockouts. So the World Cup is coming soon. I encourage you all to watch it. Like there's certain sporting events that no matter if you're a fan of football primarily or basketball or baseball or whatever that you need to see. You know, there's the Super Bowl, obviously. There's the World Series. There's the NBA Finals. But the World Cup is arguably better to watch than all of those because it's so much international passion i will not lie when i went to that soccer game last week it was kind of fun to watch it's so it's on such a big scale like like the lakers and like imagine lakers and the celtics playing the nba finals like it's one fan base versus Mm -hmm. another fan base but when you have argentina playing against portugal you have two whole countries packing into one stadium and they're all crazy (laughs) <laughs> and they're they're throwing flares, they have flags, and they're dancing and chanting, and it, it's unlike anything else in sports to see. Um, tournament favorites, I really don't have any. They're, I mean, literally, this is wide open. You know, Portugal would like to win it because it's Ronaldo's last World Cup. Argentina would like to win it because it's Messi's last World Cup. I'm sure that France is going to be good. England will probably bottle it because they, they, that's just what they do. Um, 
some underdogs, honestly, Senegal looked good in the AFCON qualifiers. Um, I'm sure that Colin's listening to this, and he's so proud of me right now. He 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 is. He would be. He would be. He would be. We've got to get Colin back. Yes. So just uh, for a episode, mm-hmm. Brazil are going to be good too. Brazil are always good. They they actually lead the trophy list. They have five World Cup trophies, the most out of wow. any country. So tune into the World Cup. Um, NASCAR's over, so Balin can stop suffering through that till February. NASCAR's over. Um, I don't want to talk about the champion. No okay. one cares about him. All right. Who so was the champion? We don't want to talk about it. Okay. It was Big Bird, 22. We don't need to speak of his name. I don't like him. Okay. No one does, really. But it's okay because Kyle's going to win eight races next year for, for the number eight car. It'll be okay. And we're going to make RCR better than it was when Dale Sr. was there. And, of course, March Madness coming up in March, and hopefully mm-hmm. the basketball season <laughs> fill out a bracket season started as bad as it was. No, nah, listen, in the <laughs> basketball, college basketball is starting this, has started already, both men's and women's. Um, Mississippi State for at least played their they first game. They got the dubs. Yeah, they both teams got the dub because we're good. So – the bracket last year. We got to talk about this, man. I don't think we need to. Was it bad? Okay, yes. I got to tell you this story. So me and Mr. Romans picked Iowa to go all the way. <laughs> I don't know what they were. Iowa. Look, they were a five seed. They just won the Big Ten tournament, and this was not that of uncommon of a pick. Okay. So I I make that pick on Monday. I think the game started on Tuesday. Yeah. Tuesday afternoon, I tune in and watch them get beat me by too. the Richmond Spiders. I remember that. Oh my goodness. So you picked Iowa to go out the whole mm-hmm. way, and then yep. got and he, knocked out. Then even better, um, Tennessee, who I picked to go to the Final Four, got beat by Juwan Howard in Michigan. Who won again? It was Kansas. Kansas, Kansas yeah. beat North Carolina after North yeah. Carolina shocked Coach K. I don't know yeah, what that I would. Was interesting. I don't know what I would do if Ole Miss ever put one of our legendary coaches out like that. But that's got to be tough. Yeah. yeah. So. Um, Rest in peace to Coach K and his yeah. his accountability. Rest in peace to um, Mr. Think, Jacob Cutshaw because he was very upset about that loss. He stayed yes. upset about that loss till the end of the school year. Yes, he did. Yeah, and I believe Colin had the best bracket of all of us. So that was he did. that was great. No, so that was great. You know the kid that went crazy from St. Peter's that got mm-hmm. the Buffalo Wild Wings yes, NIL yes, deal. Yes, yes. He transferred. Now he's on Bryant, and he he balled out the other night. Oh. oh. I don't know why. Like, I don't understand that. He said he's transferring to get to a bigger school and a bigger program, but he went to Bryant. Uh, That's barely a that jump up. That doesn't make sense. Like, if he went to, like, a big school, like a Syracuse or something, like, okay. Mm-hmm. But, like, he went to Bryant, which is barely a step up. I mean, they did make the tournament last year, but they got knocked out of the first round. Yep. So, I don't understand that. But – that's pretty much all we have today. So thank you all for listening and taking the time out of your day. Once again, thank you to all of our veterans who are tuning in. We Absolutely. thank you for your service. Um, I'll send it back over to Mr. Romans. All right. Thank you, Caleb. Thank you, Balin. So that will do it for us today on TC Braves Nation. So be sure to come out and support the Braves on Friday. So some great basketball here at home. Until then, we'll see you next time. I'm Brandon Romans for Caleb Castile and Baylen Middleton. Have a good week.